This economic crisis is like a cancer. 18 to 24 year olds, there's only 54% of us that are actually working right now. There will always be economic factors that we can't control. Even shelling out the big bucks for a brand name school doesn't guarantee anything in a recession. Warning that the economy is very weak. And that the U.S. may already be in a double dip recession. What I would say to everybody is, get prepared. Get ready! Are you ready? No doubt! What you are about to hear is the unauthorized. Oh wait, I'm not even allowed to say that. Uncensored. Oh! Blink! Unfair Edge with Jonah Jones. Surprise. Hey, it's Jonah Jones. I know it's been a very long time since I've posted anything on here, but I'm finally back. We had a major issue with making the website fast and responsive right there, as you may have noticed. The navigation bar, when you would click on it right there, it would take forever to load. We had an issue with that, but we've fixed it now. And I'm going to actually be making a video to show you how you can accomplish that if you're having the same problem with your website. I'm going to show you how to make your website faster. I'll be making a video for that and uploading it to YouTube in the near future. So anyways, now that I'm back, I want to tell you that I'll be pumping out more and more content. Definitely going to be making up for all the time that I lost when I was out for like three, four weeks right there. And I'm also going to take you behind the scenes at an unfair edge. And I'm going to show you exactly how I do this, how I create epic, engaging content, how you can do it yourself as well, how to make these blog posts that are not only word perfect, there's no spelling or grammar errors in them, how to do that easily, and how to make it engaging, how to get people to share it or digest it any way that they want, making it as appealing as possible to any potential reader out there. I'm going to show you how to do that. But for today, I wanted to show you something really cool here. These are 20 mind tricks that everyone falls for. You don't have to be a Jedi to pull off mind tricks. They're actually quite simple. I tell you, in today's society, it's really just doing a little bit more than most others would do or noticing more than others do. Paying attention to detail is something that's largely lost in today's impatient society, so major kudos is given to those that do. The first one, getting people to like you, just ask them to do a small favor for you. If they do the favor, their cognitive dissonance will make them think that they did it because they like you. Next one is calming your nervousness. If you chew gum while you approach a situation that would make you uneasy, like giving a speech or going on a date, your nervousness will begin to calm down. The way it works is that your brain tricks itself when you're chewing on something. It thinks, well, if I'm in danger, I wouldn't be eating, so I'm not in danger. Also, working the jaw muscle like that helps release endorphins in the brain, which relieves pain as well as stress. The third one, how to excel at interviews, this is a little trick right here. Just alter your state of mind before you dive into it. Convince yourself that you've known these people ever since you were in junior high, and you're just taking some time now to catch up with them. Tell yourself over and over again that you can't wait to see them. And also pre-visualize the interaction, the handshake, looking them in the eye and making small talk that isn't awkward. What is it that you can't wait to tell them? What is it they can't wait to hear? And when you're doing this little exercise, stand tall with your legs apart and hands on your hips like Superman and keep your head way up. Just standing that way, believe it or not, can make you feel more confident. Fourth one is calming down an angry person. When someone is yelling at you, do not match their tone. Instead, respond in a calm, reasonable tone. So if someone's yelling at you like this, just respond back to them like this. That way, they'll get the subtle hint of how over the top they are and be ashamed of themselves. And to continue the conversation, they have to come down to your level. Fifth one is getting people to get out of your way. 
When you're walking down the sidewalk and there are people walking the opposite direction of you, just look right past them, over their shoulder or between their heads. Your locked gaze on your destination tells them exactly where you're headed and will cause them to get out of your way. They see you, but they don't know that you see them, so it's on them to get out of your way. The sixth one is learning something new. When you're trying to understand a new thing that you're teaching yourself or studying for, the best way to learn is to teach it to someone else. If you teach a friend how to do something or about something, their fresh minds will be the perfect test tubes. Let them ask you questions and challenge you, and if you can respond to them and explain it well, you understand what it is that you're setting out to learn. Seventh one, knowing if you're wanted to be included, knowing if someone wants you around. Just keep an eye on people's stance. If you come up to two people that are having a conversation and notice they only turn their torsos to you, their feet stay planted perpendicular to you and not turning, they don't want you in the conversation. In the same way, if you're talking to someone and only their torso is facing you, it means they want the conversation to end as soon as possible. The eighth one is making people happy to see you. If you can get yourself to be very happy and excited to see someone, they will often reciprocate the reaction to you. Now, granted, this may not happen the first time, but how they remember you is the person that was happy to see them, which gives them a little excitement. Ninth one, immediate good first impression. If your hand is warm the first time you shake someone's hand, they immediately find favor in you and want to get along with you right from the start. Tenth one is making them feel special. The first time you see someone when you meet them, look hard enough to notice their eye color. See, if you tell someone, wow, you have nice blue eyes, they really respond to it. That really touches them because it tells them that they got your attention in the right way. The eleventh one is getting people to like you again. Now, there's not necessarily one simple trick to doing this, but more like an overarching principle to do it. And it's to remember that people have a certain image of them. And what it is, it's to remember that people have a certain image of themselves, and they will cling to it with all their strength and not let anything or anyone dismantle it. If they feel like you're attacking their self-image, then they won't like you. But if they feel like you're legitimizing and validating it, then they will love you. The twelfth one, knowing if someone likes you. Everybody is extraordinarily aware of the feelings that come from touch. So let's say someone from the opposite gender accidentally brushed their shoulder against you or rests their knee against yours. They know very well they're doing it, and it's because they want to get close to you or are comfortable getting close to you. The thirteenth one, also on the same subject here, if you go out on a first date and do something exciting like riding a roller coaster or seeing a horror movie, you'll get their heart racing. They won't exactly remember why, but they'll just remember that their heart was beating hard when they were around you. They'll remember how it got their adrenaline up and think they enjoyed spending the time with you. Fourteenth, creating confidence. The easiest way to do this is to walk into a room and just presume that everybody in it already likes you. Pretend they were chanting your name before you walked in. And as you do, and as you do walk in, think to yourself that they let out an internal sigh of relief, like, yes, they're here. Everything's going to be good now. The fifteenth one has to do with creating courage. The feelings we get from stress are the exact same ones we have when we're being courageous. The effects like increased breathing rate and faster heartbeat, they occur during both situations. So as you start to feel stressed, use this information to turn the situation on its head and look at it differently. Tell yourself that your body is preparing itself to do something courageous, not stressful. Because when you see the difficulty as an opportunity, it appears to be less of a difficulty just from that alone. Sixteenth one is getting the full answer from someone. If you ask someone a question and they hesitate or just give a half-assed answer, stay silent. If you keep quiet and continue looking them in the eye, they will feel the pressure to finish answering 
and because they know you're not buying their half-assery. 17th. Establishing trust real soon. When you just met someone, always refer and address them by their first name. It makes people believe that there's a friendship to be developed here, and trust building soon follows. 18th one, you want to feel happier, but just making the biggest smile you possibly can will do the trick. These muscles are reactionary to feeling happy. Now, we've been told that, but what we haven't been told is that they also work in reverse. When you use these muscles, they will make you feel happy as well. The 19th one is getting your kid to do what you want them to do. When you need your kid to do something, the best way to accomplish this is to give them options, not orders. You see, people even from the earliest of ages need to feel they are in control of something because control is an element of what makes us happy. So instead of saying, you know, put on your shoes or something like that, just say, do you want to wear your sneakers or your tennis shoes today? The 20th one. Need some original inspiration? I tell you what, I wouldn't have believed this one in a million years if I hadn't tried it. If you're a writer and feel a strong amount of writer's block, like you just can't come up with anything new, here's what I suggest you do. Drink a lot of apple juice before you go to bed. Chemical compound in the juice will help you have these awesome dreams. And keep a notepad right next to your bed and write down what they were, what they were about, and what happened in them. And those dreams will give you some of the best original ideas. Much more to come in the near future, so subscribe to us and stay tuned in and never miss a thing. This has been The Unfair Edge with Jonah Jones. See more at anunfairedge.com. This audio was made possible by FreshBooks. This gizmo is the cloud storage version of accounting. Imagine a web service that lets you create quick, professionally branded invoices. With FreshBooks, your business is accessible everywhere, from your smartphone or tablet to your desktop, and your data is secure and backed up in the cloud. Alongside of this, it gives you very effective bookkeeping and recording tools that make things easier to manage and keep track of at tax time. There's a free plan that you can use forever, and paid plans start at just $19.95 a month. But in all plans, you can talk to a real live person anytime you have a question, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Friday. Check them out at an unfairedge.com slash freshbooks.